beautiful? Welcome to the Rejoicing in Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Vossler, and I'm thrilled to spend some time chatting with you and bring an inspiration, encouragement, and joy to your day. I'm a mom of eight kids, and I believe that motherhood is the greatest calling in the world. It is holy kingdom work, and God has not only called us, but also equipped us for this valiant mission raising and training the next generation of mighty men and women of God. Every week, I will encourage, inspire, and equip you to really rejoice in the glorious God-given calling of motherhood. At the end of each episode, I'll answer your questions and share tips and lifesavers that I've learned and keep learning as I raise my tribe. So come on, let's get started. Hey there, my friend. Welcome back to the show. I'm so glad that you get to be here with me today. Today, I want to talk about something that is pertinent for every single mother, whether your children are two months old, whether they are two days old, two years old, 15 years old, even if they're in their 20s and they live in your home. And that is nighttime mothering. This is something that I'm in the throes of right now. I have a seven-month-old baby who just learned how to stand up. And so every time she wakes up, even halfway, she will clamor up in her crib until she's standing up and her poor little tired head will be resting on the rail and she'll just cry because she doesn't know what to do with herself. She doesn't know how to lay herself back down and go back to sleep. So guess who gets to do that? her mother. (laughs) This is my eighth baby. So I've been doing this for nearly 12 years, taking care of my little babies at night. So I'm sure that some of you have a similar situation. And if it's not a baby, maybe it's a toddler who just needs a cuddle or who has a bad dream. Maybe it's a preschooler who wakes up and needs a drink of water. There are so many different reasons that our little ones might wake up in the night. And I just want to encourage you, mommy, if your babies and your little ones are not sleeping all night long, you are not doing anything wrong. I want to encourage you in your nighttime mothering. This is a valuable part of what we do. It's very tiring. It's kind of thankless. I do understand. I do agree. (laughs) It's not my favorite thing to be awakened in the nighttime multiple times, even from multiple children. I also find it ironic that if the one who usually wakes you up is sleeping well, usually someone else is going to wake up and come and need something. Or sometimes a couple of them need something at once. It's just the way it is right now. And I promise you, it won't be like this forever. And there's nothing that you're doing wrong that's making that happen. Sometimes in our society, we have this idea in the Western, in our Western culture, that babies and kids are supposed to sleep for 12 hours every night without waking up. But you know what? That's not realistic. Even babies and little children who technically sleep 12 hours, I'm using air quotes, sleep 12 hours straight, 
They are having little waking periods and they've just learned that it's okay and they'll turn themselves over and go back to sleep. And that is something we can help them with. I'm in the process of helping my little seven-month-old learn how to do that by putting her down when she's a little bit awake and trying to work with her. I don't just leave her there to cry and cry because she doesn't have that skill. She doesn't have that ability to put herself fully to sleep yet. And so I'm working with her and I'm taking some time when I have the time when she's either going down for a nap or going to bed at night where I will spend a little bit more time with her and try and kind of practice with her so that she can kind of learn how to sleep better. So she can learn how to put herself back to sleep um, instead of waking up and crying. But it's a process. And there is no gold medal for having babies who sleep through the night. Now, does it feel like a gold medal when they do? Oh, you better believe it. Also, it depends a lot on their personality. I've had some babies who slept through the night, started sleeping through the night at four months old, and really I never heard a peep out of them from about 7 7 p.m. to almost 9 a.m. I had one unicorn baby like that. She also took like two, three-hour naps all day in the daytime. I felt like I almost didn't have that child for about the first two years of her life because she slept so much. But they are not all like that. They all have their own personalities. They all have their own sleep needs. They all have their own emotional needs. And some of those emotional needs happen to get met in the darkness. They happen to get met at nighttime. Years ago, when I had only one baby, I remember learning something really beautiful from the Lord in the middle of the night. And here is what happened. Listen to this story. So I had been awakened for maybe the second or third time, and she was awake and crying and needed me. She was probably around the same age as my youngest now, probably like between, I would say between four and seven months old. I don't remember the exact date, but she woke up. I had been up, of course, every night, two or three or four times with this baby. And I was awakened. It was definitely at least the second or maybe the third time. And I was very tired. And I was a little annoyed at her for waking up so many times and needing me so many times. I was complaining to myself internally, I will never get a good night's sleep again. And I was kind of feeling like a martyr also, like, look how much I sacrifice for you, baby. I give you all my sleep. I do everything for you. And here you are just crying in the middle of the night. And right in the middle of that little mini temper tantrum, little silent temper tantrum on my part, two words popped into my mind, which I know were from the Holy Spirit. And this is what they were. Nighttime mothering. It stopped me in my tracks because I had never really thought that the things that I do at night are really part of my mothering. That I have the opportunity to not just feed and help this baby go back to sleep, but actually to nurture her, to mother her through the night. Ladies, this is what we have the opportunity to do. It changed my attitude that night. 
Even though I was tired, yes, I was still tired, but it gave me grace. God gave me grace in that moment to be able to pull on him and tap into the beauty that is nighttime mothering. You know, it would be so nice if we could just clock out at 9 p.m. and be like, all right, see you in the morning, shut the door and have no interruptions. I admit it, that sounds nice, but mothering isn't that way. That's not reality. Mothering is a 24-7 type of situation. So even in the nighttime, we can have the grace of God over us as mothers to be able to nurture and pour our love into our little ones. Isn't that beautiful? Think of yourself. Think of the types of things that you think about at night. Think about how sometimes we, even as moms, even as adults, need a little bit of compassion and care in the nighttime from the Lord, sometimes from our husbands. Like, I just need to talk to you about this real quick while we're falling asleep. There are things that, the, that our little ones need from us. And I just want you to know it is not a competition. If your baby sleeps all night long, I am so glad for you. And I think that you're doing a wonderful job. If your baby wakes up four or five times in the night, God's grace is there for you too. And you are also doing a wonderful job. This is way more about our internal attitude, our internal heart, than even the actual results of what is going on. Now, if you have a baby that just seems like they can't sleep, I want to give you a couple ideas for something that could possibly help and might get you a little bit more sleep if you want some. As I mentioned earlier, I'm trying to work with my little daughter right now on helping her to be able to fall asleep in her bed. Now, I love, love, love rocking her to sleep. I really do. She's so soft. She's pretty mellow, so she doesn't fight it. She just cuddles up and sucks her fingers and puts her little head on my chest right under my chin, and I just rock her, and it's lovely. I really do love it. But I know that it will help her when she wakes up in the night if she's already used to being in her bed. It's kind of like, imagine if you went to sleep in your cozy bed and then you woke up in the middle of the night on your kitchen floor. Wouldn't that be a shock? (laughs) Wouldn't that be a shock to your system? You'd be confused. How did I get here? What happened? Oh no. And you would try to do anything you could do to get back to how you started in that comfortable place. Well, it's kind of like that with our babies. If we rock them totally to sleep and then we put them in their bed, when they're so sleep asleep that they don't know they've been transferred to their bed. And then if they wake up in the night, they're like, wait a minute, this is not what I asked for. Where's my mommy? Wah! So if we can get them to just recognize I'm in bed and I'm falling asleep, that is great. That can be really helpful in having them be able to sleep longer stretches Because when they do have those little wake cycles, which is totally normal and everybody does it, even adults do it, we just don't remember it because they're so short. 
But when they have those little awake cycles, they'll be able to just recognize where they are and fall right back asleep because they feel like they're in a safe and comfortable place. So that is a tip that can be helpful. So maybe that will help you. I know it's, it's a challenge. It's a bit of a process. So, um, that's what I'm doing right now with my little one. And maybe that will help you too. There is a book I love that I'm going to tell you about. And that is a book called the no cry sleep solution by Elizabeth Pantley. I will have a link for you in the show notes on my website so that you can check that out if you're interested. But this lady has such beautiful, gentle sleep tips for helping your baby sleep through the night. And this works whether your baby is in their own room in a crib, or even if your baby is in bed with you co-sleeping. It works if your baby is breastfed. It works if your baby is bottle fed, whether they use a pacifier or no soother, whether you swaddle them as tiny little babies or not. She just has some very practical, helpful tips. And it, for me, has been the most helpful book about sleep that I have read, about baby sleep that I have read throughout my years of mothering and all the different books. I've read a lot. Believe me, I've read a lot of books about baby sleep. And she has very good research and just a really kind way of explaining it and giving great ideas for how to help. She has a whole series of books, in fact. She has a book specific for newborns. She has a book for toddlers. She even has a book about naps and how to help your kids take naps. And I have been able to implement a lot of her suggestions in our family, and it has helped our family with nighttime sleep. So if your baby's not sleeping right now and you want them to be sleeping more, then maybe this will be a helpful tool for you. And again, you can find that in the show notes at my website, kirstenvossler.com forward slash podcast. And just look for this episode about nighttime mothering. So remember, there's no competition. All there is, is grace. So much grace. Remember, you are doing holy work when you rock your babies, when you pat your babies, when you get out of your bed and you go to their room or you pick them up out of their bed and you bring them into your bed to nurse. This is holy work. You are mothering and nurturing your little ones in the nighttime. And that is worthwhile. Hey, it's question time. Okay, our question today goes along with this episode pretty well. But this is on the opposite end of the spectrum. Here's the question. My kid wakes up so early and I want more sleep and more time to myself. What can I do? Hey, sister, I feel ya. I have several of my children that wake up routinely before I'm ready to wake up. So here's what I do. It depends on the age, of course, but these are some things that you can try in your family. It's great to prep something for them to do or a safe place for them to be while you sleep in a little bit. In our house, we have a big bonus room upstairs right across from our master bedroom. 
And so oftentimes my three-year-old, who's one of the early risers in the family, will go into the bonus room and play Duplos or play with little cars. We have a baby gate at the top of our stairs. And if they're smaller and they, we don't want them going downstairs, we can just close the baby gate. And so then they're just stuck in the bonus room and they can safely be in there without parental supervision 100% of the time. So that could give me either time to sleep a little bit or it could give me time to do something on my own, like have a quiet time or drink coffee, except I don't drink coffee. Hmm. The other thing we sometimes would do is put on a little video for them first thing in the morning. And that gives you about half an hour. (laughs) Another option is to put them and you in a safe spot and snooze on the couch. So I did this a bunch when I was pregnant with my fourth and I had three kids that were three and under. And so I would take my three little ones, and we just had a whole bunch of pieces of baby gate that we would connect together, and it would basically block off our entire living room. So we just had our living room blocked off, and I could lie on the couch, which was inside the gate, and the kids would just play. We had a, I think we had a toy box in there, actually, at the time, and so they would play with their toys or watch a little video all in that space, and I would be in there with them sleeping on the couch. And that got me through the first trimester of my fourth pregnancy with three tiny, tiny little kids. (laughs) Uh, So that's another option. I've also done that first thing in the morning. If I had like a little toddler that was up super early and was too little to be able to play on their own, I've used that same situation to create just a safe safe environment where both of us were in there, but there was a place for me to lie down and rest and they could just play. Sometimes you might be able to plan with your husband for him to take them first thing in the morning a couple times a week if it works with his work schedule. I know there have been times when I woke up and just said, honey, I'm so tired. Can you just take the baby out, please? And (laughs) if if he doesn't have to be to work super early that day, he can do that for me. So we do that once in a while. Um, If it works for you, you could bring your little ones in bed with you and see if they'll snuggle and stay relatively still. Now, that doesn't always happen, but sometimes they think it's fun to snuggle and cuddle and it gives you a little bit more rest. I also find for myself that I need to find a different time than first thing in the morning to have personal time. I realized that morning personal time just does not happen for me in this season. And as much as I would like it to, it's not, it's not happening. Um, So I find personal time at other times of the day, during naps or after bedtime, or even while they're watching a show or having screen time of some sort, that really helps me to just not have the expectation that I'm going to have the morning to myself, like the early morning to myself. So maybe that will help you as well. Do you have a question for me? I sure would love to answer it. I sure would love to hear what your question is. You can reach me directly at kirstenvossler.com forward slash ask me. Do you have a friend that you think would love this podcast? Would you do her a favor by sending her a screenshot right now while you're listening and text it to her? Would you take a minute and post it to social media so more of your friends can find encouragement and inspiration? Thanks, friend. 
You and other moms just like you are the reason I do what I do. So thanks for helping us get connected. Now, take a deep breath. Receive the grace of God. Just feel him filling you from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet with his love and care. Doesn't that feel good? I bless you to stay in this place as you mother your little ones or your big ones through the night. I bless you to be able to receive and feel his grace and care, even in the midst of being awake and tired. And I bless you with supernatural rest when you are asleep. Have a wonderful week. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of Rejoicing in Motherhood. You will find show notes and more encouragement on this topic at kirstenvossler.com. Have a wonderful week. And remember, everything in this life is holy kingdom work. You are doing it, friend. You make the very heart of God rejoice. Keep going. I love you lots, and I'll talk to you again very soon. Mm -hmm.